Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the Just Capital seal. Bank of America is ranked number one for ongoing commitment to their workers with initiatives like Sharing Success, which awarded 97% of their teammates additional compensation, nearly all in stock. This is the program's seventh consecutive year, awarding more than $4.8 billion in total. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. It's bonus coverage of Sports Talk, Vince Ferrara and John Wilkerson. It's Sports Talk with John and Vince. And hey, what do you know? We're both here. That we are. <laughs> and we're here with you each weekday morning from 6 until 9, always streaming 991thesportsanimal.com or on the Sports Animal app or on your smart speakers. John, obviously game day today. We heard from Jonas Adu, heard from Rick Barnes, a little bit of Rod Clark from earlier this week with us and his weekly visit with us. Even heard from the opposing coach and Bruce Pearl. What'd you make of any of the audio and getting ready for Tennessee hosting Auburn tonight? Well, I I don't think there's any question Tennessee is focused squarely on the task and the team at hand, and that is the Auburn Tigers. Uh, and that's what they have to be because nobody else comes close in the conference to having the final four matchups the way that Tennessee does with Auburn tonight, then at Alabama, at South Carolina, and then home to Kentucky. So they know that they can't take a peek at anything but what Auburn has going on. This is a team that's just one game behind them in the standings, as uh, Ben pointed out in his sports updates today. So this is huge. Tennessee's tied for first with Alabama and the volunteers, whether it be Rick Barnes or Jonas Adu, you name it, they know that they're going to have their hands full. It could be one of the best big man matchups we get to see this season with what Auburn has in Broome and what Tennessee has in Adu as well as Awaka. Yeah, and it will be interesting. This will be the toughest big man test for Tennessee since we've seen the improvement of Jonas Adu and the improvement of Tobey Awaka and that big man lineup that's going with more extensive minutes when Tennessee struggled against those guys, we really didn't see those two on the court together. And I think both Adu and Awaka are better players since then. Very much so. And, uh, and the challenge will be which team does the best job, I think on the perimeter against the other, both have uh, defensive capabilities of really making it tough for the opponent to hit from three. It's what Auburn did on the road at Georgia. That was a tight game until they just kind of threw a blanket over the Bulldogs' ability to hit from outside the arc, and they went on to win by 20. Uh, So Tennessee, if it can set the tone as it does so many times on its home floor defensively, I think they have a chance to separate as long as they don't get caught up in what Auburn has shown it can do against the other side. Well, and one of the things that Tennessee is really good at is bossing the game. And Auburn is also really good at being front runners when they're ahead. Man, they can really dictate and make things difficult for you. Feed off of the angst of the of the the crowd when they're on the road. Uh, obviously, have a great home court advantage. But at Tennessee, that early start of being dialed in, I think, would be huge. And you know, Bruce Pearl, he's always going to be up for Tennessee. That's obvious. But think about that from their perspective on how important this game is. Auburn, if they win this game and then they're tied with Tennessee, they have the easiest schedule remaining after that. Mm-hmm. So they have, and they'll have a head to head should they be in a, a one one on one tiebreaker with Tennessee. So you know they're going to put 
everything you've got to try to win this game. Yeah, this is the most significant challenge for them. Also, the biggest feather they can put in their cap. Yeah. So, without a doubt, as we saw Tennessee on the two-line, uh, in terms of Joe Lenardi, I believe it was Alabama on the three, Auburn on the four, Kentucky on the five. Right. And, and so, that's why these teams, I, I mean, Kentucky last night needed a buzzer beater, but got the win. It was an uphill climb at Mississippi State, but snapped the Bulldogs' five-game winning streak in league play. So, they're, I mean, the the tight the teams are tightly bunched at the top of the standings and all have huge steps that they can make with, of course, Tennessee and Alabama leading the charge right now, each trying to win or share an SEC title. And this will be the case for – it has been a good part of the year and will be probably for the rest of the teams on Tennessee's schedule. Tennessee will be the best team they would have played. Mm-hmm. Auburn is only 2-6 and six against quad one teams this year. That's not a great record. They need to up that that resume, but can they just deal with the best team? Bruce Pearl said it. We played that audio. He said it all year. He thought Tennessee is the best team uh, in in the league. I've thought so, too. So can they play up to the best team? That's another thing we'll find out tonight. That's right. So Tennessee has to play like the best team. Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents. We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. Get an inside look at Hollywood with Michael Rosenbaum. Let's get inside of my buddy, Kamal Nanjiani. When you talk about Eternals and it wasn't the response that you were hoping, how did that affect you? Marvel thought that we'd be going on a wave of raves, you know, and it wasn't true. The reviews were really bad. And you were aware of it while you were on tour? Yeah, I was too aware of it. And so very intentionally, I did start counseling. Emily says that I do have trauma from it. Inside of you with Michael Rosenbaum. Wherever you listen. And Auburn has to prove it can hang with the best team. That's right. So it'll be fun one way or the other. Uh, heard from Tennessee baseball coach Tony Vitello. Vols got to the finish line. It wasn't the, the easiest of midweek games, but they beat High Point last night. What did you hear from Tony Vitello? Well, one, the appreciation for just the uh, the moment as he was one of our players of the game last night that Kirby Connell came in as there was all kinds of momentum. Tennessee led 3 to nothing, then it was 3-2, to two, and at times High Point had the tying run at third, go-ahead run at second, but Tennessee always managed to get an out, and it just really seemed like they were facing a big inning with the lead man on. They pinch run because they knew how vital that run was, and yet Connell comes in, he gets ahead. First of all, he throws back-to-back strikes, which Tennessee pitchers, I think, had walked eight up to that point, but back-to-back strikes – picks off the runner at first, strikes out the batter that was there when he came in, and then strikes out the next guy. It was a huge lift, and Tennessee immediately goes in to the the dugout and comes out and scores two more runs. So without question, uh, he was not bashful at all in saying, Kirby Connell saved the day. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then the bats built a little bit of a cushion. Tennessee got it across the finish line, but without – Volley Fingers and Nate Sneed doing what they did on the mound as it was Stamos who got the win, Sneed who got the save. Tennessee might have been in a bit of uh, trouble because they just didn't have many guys that were throwing strikes last night. Yeah, too many free passes, nine walks in the game. That is so unlike 
this pitching staff. But Frank Anderson will get that corrected. I imagine they'll be better this weekend as they host Bowling Green. We'll start our radio broadcast on the Sports Animal Friday night. That we do. And uh, also, we gave away a pair of tickets to the Friday game today. Thursday, we'll give away two tickets to the second game, the Saturday night contest. Hmm, I noticed a little trend, a little pattern there, John. Yep. It's like we planned it or something. Exactly. <laughs> and then we also visited with Mike Keith from Indianapolis at the NFL Scouting Combine. Medicals are underway, interviews, live shows, and all that kind of fun stuff. Players meeting with teams and uh, media avails, press conferences, all that kind of fun stuff. The on-field will start tomorrow but what'd you hear what stood out about our convo with mike keith well one he spoke to specifically and you can always check out the latest otp official titans podcast wherever you get your podcast but had a lengthy discussion with both the new head coach as well as the team's gm and they talked about just not necessarily going cookie cutter but they want certain measurables that are present when they look for an offensive lineman when they look for a wide receiver, different things like that. So that was one of the things in setting that criteria as they come to the combine this year. So to uh, to hear from uh, Coach Callahan or from Rand Carthon, I, I think if you're a Titans fan, you'll want to hear their approach as they head to Indy this season. But then to uh, speak to specifically, three Tennessee players invited – and and I think this is going to be a big opportunity for Jalen Wright, who he thinks could be one of the first three backs taken in this year's draft, just based on the pool of talent available at that position in this upcoming draft. Um, Kamal Haddon is a wild card. And then, you know, Joe Milton, somebody's going to like Joe Milton. And, and then it was also interesting to hear his take on uh, a handful of alls that didn't get invites, but also have the the propensity to be drafted when you take a look at tight ends, specifically uh, Jacob Warren and McCallan Castle, simply for the fact he doesn't think it's a big group of tight ends that are going to be moving the needle. So while neither one got an invite, he thinks those two are guys that are going to have the chance to impress. Then you add in Aaron Beasley, who simply makes plays, makes tackles at linebacker, and Gabe Judy Lolly, who has also shown he was big because he stepped up his contributions in the secondary when Kamal Haddon was no longer available. So I do think that that Tennessee only has three invited, but they could have many more that wind up being drafted when all was said and done. Yeah, and the tight end position is similar to the running back position where there's not those first-round guys. I mean, there was Laporta and Musgrave. There was a number of those first-round guys Great a year class ago. last year. Oh, my goodness. So it, it's – it's there's big guys, but there's not first round guys out there. So that could be beneficial. And then the, the running back position, again, there's not those first round Bijan Gibbs type of guys and Mel Kuyper, Daniel Jeremiah. They've both been very high on Jalen Wright. Both of one of their, uh, he's one of their favorite backs uh, for each of them. So it will be a very interesting week for those guys. Again, Friday, the on field for Kamal Haddon and the DBs Saturday, for the quarterbacks and the running backs for Jalen Wright and Joe Milton. And we'll talk a lot about that next week. But first things first, we've got a big Thursday show, John. That's right, because it will be Auburn, Tennessee in the rearview mirror. Mm-hmm. It will be Steve Hamer. It will be John McClain. And can't sleep on what is a very important game for the Tennessee Lady Vols in Texas A&M. Yeah. So Coach Al Brown will give us a preview as Tennessee will try and bounce back from the loss over the weekend to LSU. But this is very important, especially when it comes to nailing down one of the double buys. 
for this upcoming SEC tournament. Yeah, and it has been a struggle bus for A&M, so there's really no reason why the Lady Vols, that would not be a good look to lose that game for sure, which they, they need for the reasons you mentioned. Very much so. So it should be a fun Thursday, a full Thursday on Sports Talk. We will shoehorn it in, John, as that we've we been will. known to do. <laughs> Have a great day, John. You as well, Vince. Thank you. All right, that is John Wilkerson. I am Vince Ferrara. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks to Ben Hardy, and we will talk to you in the morning, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. This has been bonus coverage of Sports Talk. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen.